Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 67, recorded on Tuesday, 30 August 2011. Live from Sydney, Australia and over Skype from the UK and Atlanta, Georgia. Snacks, beer and topless karaoke, Oslug comes to town. This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. This week in Lotus is proud to be sponsored by Sonos. Sonos allows you to stream all the music on Earth wirelessly in any room. With a big sound from the latest Play 3 player in a compact size and at a price you've never seen before, just $299 per unit. Control it wirelessly with your Android or iOS device. Get free two-day shipping with a special promo code available only for This Week in Lotus. Go to thisweekinlotus.com slash Sonos for more information. Well, hello and welcome to This Week in Lotus. We are here for episode 67 of the Weekly Lotus Show. I am joined, as ever, by Darren Duke. Hello, Darren. Welcome back, Stuart McIntyre. Everybody that's listened to episode 66 is now cheering. Hey, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I'm sure it was a splendid show from MW Luck. Um, we are delighted to be here for yet another live show. They're coming thick and fast, and we are joined all the way from the other side of the world by Matt Newman in Australia. Hello, Matt. G'day, guys. How are you this morning? We are great, thank you. Now, I understand you have a few guys with you, don't you? So, So what's going on down in Australia today? Well, we've got a little crowd in here who are attending just a tiny little Lotus user group. Say hello, folks. Sounds like a great atmosphere down there. And we also have some panellists with you too, Matt. So do you want to introduce your your fellow panellists down there? So joining us today, we have Mikkel Heisterberg. Hello, guys. Mr. P.T. Calhoun. And hello. Ms. Karen Hooper. Hello. And Mr. Craig Davies. Hello. Excellent. Hello to you. Thank you for joining us. Matt, do you want to kick us off then? How is Oslug? Tell us all about your great conference down there. Well, we've got uh, over 220 people who have come along to the very first Australian Lotus user group. Yeah. And that's some of the crowd, of course, just saying hello because we're having a great time. We've had heaps of fantastic sessions in the last couple of days. Um, At this stage, it's lunchtime on Tuesday, so everyone's been wandering around having some great social time as well as learning heaps. And we've just got a couple of sessions to finish off before we do our closing session this afternoon. And in the spirit of Lotusphere, we actually have a special mystery guest speaker. We do. I think it was interesting this morning, Matt, that the most popular session was probably the coffee break for everyone recovering <laughs> from last night. <laughs> yeah, so a quick, quick rundown on what's happened so far. So obviously we had our uh, opening keynote. So if you, everyone was watching the Twitter stream on Monday or Sunday evening US time, 
then you would have seen some of the announcements that came out. So there were some very big announcements. And if I hadn't have had such a huge night socializing last night, I'd remember all of them. The the X server. Yes, we have an X server. Can anyone remember? Good. Here's what the that quiz. Was First quiz of the day. What was that? Will be out sometime between now and September 31st. X works. X works. And the 854 overlays. So, um, oh, that was the other one. The next version of Lotus Notes will apparently not, definitely not be called Notes 9. That was the other big thing that Ed came out with yesterday. So we're definitely not having a Notes 9. Uh, apparently what we're getting is 854. We'll have a plugin that will then allow you to overlay or extend on the Notes client, which will give you the feature pack for Notes Next. Mikkel, you're going to be able to tell us how that works, aren't you, mate? Because there's plugins, yeah? Yeah, plugins are fun, yeah. But I'm pretty much uh, they're going to go do an A54, which is going to be the most stable release they ever did. So whatever that means. And then uh, on top of that, there'll be a feature pack Again. probably adding all the activity streams like that. So how how much detail did Ed reveal, guys? Because um, yeah, when we had Ed Bill on the show maybe three or so weeks ago, he talked about this this new model, and and Darren was trying to unpack a little bit of what it looked like. Um, did he give any clues as to kind of what functionality these overlays would add on to the existing Notes client? Yeah, he did live demos. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> don't believe. Is that a, that was also with our CD of all the pre-release code that everyone got. Yeah, was that right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy handed out live uh, CDs for everybody. Everyone got CD code. So I think some people have loaded that already up into production, haven't they? Steve? <laughs> Stuart's trying to figure out if we're serious. <laughs> This is 4 a.m. Okay. here, guys. Give me, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's an interesting no, way right, because a lot of people have complained about about the, the install time, and I guess one of the ways you get around the install time is never having to install it again. And that that was what's been spoken about for a little while as well, coming out of all the user groups and going all the way back to Lotusphere, that they were aiming for this extensible technology, which meant that you wouldn't have to physically go out and touch a desktop ever again. So the whole idea was you do your final desktop touch with 854 or whatever it happens to be called. And then following that, it's all plugins and extensions, which of course is what we've been promised going all the way back to the 8.0 release back in 2007. So it's been coming for a long time. They've obviously finally worked out how to do it. Man, I think the other important thing is for, for corporates, you know, anytime there's a, a new release that comes out, just the fact that it's a new re release number can cause a lot of pain because of the process that says, New major release equals extensive testing, code release, everything. Whereas by changing and delivering on the promise of the Eclipse platform of we can now add these components in and you know add functionality, I think for many corporates it will make life a lot easier because an upgrade for a corporate is, you know, everyone who's in the room is an admin or a developer and knows all these things, oh, it's pretty easy. I'm sure for many corporates it is a major undertaking to do an upgrade. Just the regression testing, even though I know of a large corporate that still runs apps written in Notes 4 that still work, but you still got to test everything. So I think having this model and delivering on the promise of the Eclipse framework 
for many corporates will take away that pain point of, oh my goodness, we have to do yet another upgrade. So it's got to make it easier for that and it's got to make it easier for the business people to understand that we're just building on a strong platform, not upgrading, upgrading, upgrading. I think it's a really interesting shift. In many ways, it delivers on the um, you know on the promise of workplace rich client, doesn't it? From way back in what two thousand and four, they were talking about how it would automatically provision new features to um, to users. You know, you could just turn on instant messaging or whatever, and it would automatically make it down to the user's desktop. Um, and, and so, you know, it's about time this kind of thing made it into um, to notes, given what what's already there under the covers. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great that it is going to come in finally next year. And Matt, you also mentioned Xwork. So is this the, this new, much vaunted um, Xpages server? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the new Xwork server is going to be the primary platform just for deploying you know, Xpage-based applications. But I think it went further than that to say it's not just Xpages. It's going to be an ISV server. So 2,000 US dollars a year, and then you're able to run a, a limited number of applications for on applications. it, not specifying whether it's Xpages or traditional nodes. What you don't and that was going to be my next question. So, so, so it, so it is, it is, it is normal, quote unquote, classic notes, normal, quote unquote, classic web, and X pages in the same license. Yeah, I think it's it's just a server that allows you to run a what it said a single digit number of applications on that server, um, and then fixed price per year. And then if you're an ISV that needs more than that, you the terms are quite flexible that you can do a deal with them and you can sell it black boxed. Um, yeah, I think it was only going to be a couple of thousand dollars a year for an ISV. So two thousand dollars. Two thousand. That was it. Yeah. So, and I think the other point he made was uh, it would still be branded X pages. Only the you know the Domino person who looked at a console would go, "Well, hang on, that's a that's a Domino server." To everyone else, it'll be <laughs> the X server. Unless you're running Windows two thousand eight, where there isn't a console anyway, so. I've heard of that Windows thing. So, so they were obviously the two key pieces of, of Ed Brill's keynote. Were there any other major um, you know, bits of news from that? He did a live demo. Uh, eight, eight, sorry, at 853 will be out sometime in September. Um, I think the quote, yeah, I think the quote that he made was, uh, how many days are there in September? I'm not telling you the date. So, so that was your keynote, Matt, and uh, I'm sure Ed got uh, rave reviews from everybody for for the you know content that he delivered there. What, what were the um, the sessions through the rest of the day like? Do you want to talk us through some of those? Yeah, so we actually recorded the opening general session yesterday, so that'll be available on our website at oslug.org very shortly. Thanks very much to Chris Miller who is over here. He has done a couple of great sessions, got some good feedback. Is everyone happy with that? Chris Miller came over. His sessions run a little long. Yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is why we're a little bit late starting this. Yeah, yeah someone uh, walked into his session, you know, with a funny yellow suit and said, Chris, get your ass out of here, buddy. We need to do 12. Turn the lights off in my session. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, was, of course, Karen Hooper, who hosted the Nerd Girl panel yesterday. Yep, Nerd Girls. There were no guys there. No, oh, there, hang there on. Were, there were a few guys there. That, they were the special ones. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, it was an ex- outstanding session. I was pleased I was part of it. I was thinking we're just getting slammed again two days in a row from the Nerd Girls. That's great. I thought yesterday's actually 
session yesterday, Karen, was quite interesting. That we actually we had quite a good roll up. Um, who was here in this room? Who was at No Girls yesterday? Yeah, that was a show of hands for those. Yeah, that didn't work. Radio radio radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking on Matt all day about we're on radio, and then I forget that we're doing it on a recording. So not R- many. Really, that many? Yeah, it was it was packed. <laughs> I think the interesting thing was we were talking about this yesterday, Karen. Was that it, we were doing the typical Australian barbecue thing? All the guys were out having the barbecue, well, having lunch, and then all the girls were in nerd girls. But I do know from some of the nerd girls who were there that they very much enjoyed the session. And we were absolutely um, blessed for Chris Miller to organise or help organise getting um, Mary Beth Raven, Susan Bullock, and Kathy Brown. Um, on the uh, Google, yeah, video voice. So um, Susan, although would not come to the screen because apparently she was in her pajamas, so we got Blog Monkey with her voice. That sounds like a real highlight. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> and, and yeah, of course we've we've had the, the news from last week um, about Mary Beth. Has there been any kind of uh, impact or discussion about the news that, that Mary Beth is leaving Lotus? No, not at all. <laughs> She's leaving. Um, yeah, it's it's been a bit of a talking point. Lots of people have mentioned it. Um, obviously, from a community perspective, we are going to lose a huge champion inside the organisation who is one of IBM's public faces. So I think the there are two gaps that Mary Beth is going to leave at the organisation her excellent leadership in the design program for a start and also the reach out to the community or the conduit that she provided within IBM for those of us on the outside to be able to get to the right person in IBM without having to go and knock on doors and make phone calls. In saying that, Matt, though, the people who are stepping up to take over from Mary Beth, I think they're going to continue on with the first generation of what's been done. And I think it also gives the other people involved in that team an outstanding opportunity to step into a very big pair of shoes, but to keep it sort of moving along. I'm I'm feeling very confident that they're going to be able to do that. Uh, we'll certainly miss her input into the, into the world. It was good to have her on the Nerd Girls panel yesterday in a yellow hat. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. They're certainly going to leave a gap, but I'm also very confident that the people who are still working there and still just as passionate about it are going to now have this opportunity to also step up and shine and build on the outstanding sort of initial mission that uh, Mary Beth has done. Will they wear a yellow cloak? I think that is the the question of the year. That might be a January type question, but uh, perhaps we could subtly suggest to them to, to go buy some yellow fabric now. Yeah, um, I have a pretty big feeling that it might be a very different shade of yellow, sort of tending towards blue. By the <laughs> colour of the Oslog band. Yeah, so Craig, Craig and I did a whole heap of sit-up for Oslog, of course, and the weekend leading into this, we spent half, a couple of days going backwards and forwards between the warehouse with all of the swag that these guys have got. Did everyone like their conference pack? So what was fantastic or what's been fantastic at Oslog over the last couple of days is seeing yellow backpacks walking backwards and forwards up and down the halls and around at lunchtime and the social sessions. 
It's absolutely fantastic to see an event in Australia that's got some yellow backpacks with a whole heap of Lotus gear in there. So um, we stacked it with cups and um, hats and pens and basically whatever we could uh, convince IBM to give us um, and plenty of our other sponsors as well. We had some fantastic sponsors who really helped us out with some great items. Um, I can speak personally that our Oslug warehouse manager is very pleased that Oslug is now underway because we've now got our garage back. And Adam Brown is actually here in the room as well, uh, just behind Tony McPhail. So, Adam, if you would you like to represent the sponsors, mate, from a sponsor perspective, how's it been? Yeah, it's an awesome event, and I think the son, can you hear me? We can, the, yeah. the committee should be. The committee should be commended. It's outstanding. I think it's awesome to get everyone around and and do the community thing. I think it'll it'll take the Lotus community and the ICS community and the IBM community to another level. Breathes breathes new life into it. So from a sponsor's point of view, I'm I'm happy to be involved. It's awesome. And it was commended and not committed, right? <laughs> I, after last night, having seen Matt dance karaoke with his top off, I, I think. <laughs> I would rather I would rather be committed. My eyes, my eyes, my eyes are bleeding. For those in disbelief, the picture of that is already on Flickr in the Oslug picture group. Uh, it's a little faint, but you'll see the bright, blinding whiteness of Matt's skin <laughs> in front of the video of Ricky Martin's "She Bang." Well, well, uh, I've actually just emailed you the video, Stuart, so you can put that on the Twill Notes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to have to do a little bit of cleanup of the interwebs before the next Oslog. Thank you, Matthew. I think it's the interesting thing. It's funny. We tried to bring all this Lotosphere type um, fun down into Australia. So kimonos always close quite off, but there's got to be no karaoke party quite like an Oslog karaoke party. In Chinatown, a whole group of people going there after a long day of day one. Wow, that's got success written all over it, hasn't it? So everyone had a great time. And social evening last night, um, everyone enjoyed the social evening? Because we had free beer. Is water wet? <laughs> yeah, so we had, yeah, well, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we had a great Aussie barbecue. So we had some snags and some steak and, you know, a couple of slabs of bread and some tomato sauce. And everyone enjoyed that. Of course, some lovely free beer. And then we actually came back into one of the rooms to – the intention was to do speed geeking, but it didn't quite work out that way. So <laughs> no geeks were here. Yeah, geek-free zone at Oslo. Yep, that's right. So what we um, ended up doing, we the social evening sponsors had a couple of minutes each and they said why they were there and thanks for coming. And everyone thanked them for you know paying for the beer. And then we actually did a Guru Palooza. So we had quite a great uh, cast of thousands up on stage. So all of our speakers, I'll go through them individually, but I'm sure if you've been to the website, you've seen the fantastic cast that have, especially the overseas guests who have made the effort to come over here. Mm. Um, so they, they were fantastic. And we got a couple of really good questions. Um, 
my impersonation of Ed Brill. Oh, timing is everything, isn't it? Yeah, my impersonation of Ed Brill didn't go down too well as Ed Brill was walking into the room. So we did end up with a hybrid guru palooza ask the only product manager we could find. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did a live demo. Sounds wonderful. So, so we are midway through day two of Ozlug. What else have you got left on the agenda to, to run through, Matt? Okay, so this afternoon we've got uh, oh, we've got what about twelve sessions left this afternoon. So we have got an absolutely packed agenda. We've got in the end forty-eight sessions um, across two days. So there's plenty here for everyone. Has everyone enjoyed the agenda so far? Okay. Chris, what are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow is uh, Tech It On Day and the X Pages Boot Camp. So Paul Calhoun and Russ, where is, is Russ here? No, are doing X Pages Boot Camp for how many days is it? Ninety-seven. Three fun-filled days. Yeah, till the floods, till the floods appear. Apparently, and then uh, there's also a same time eight five two admin and infrastructure one uh, actually here in the same facility all day tomorrow. That's 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 the end of it. But then tonight isn't there like uh, more stuff? No, we're done. Uh, Oslo logs over apparently at three. <laughs> no. So uh, this afternoon we've got our closing general session. Um, so again, uh, we've actually done it a little bit different from the lugs. You know, we've, we've borrowed some of the really great ideas that the other user groups have had. But essentially, what we tried to do right from the very start was to bring Lotusphere down under. And I'm pretty sure that now that we've had Guru Palooza ask the product managers, we've done all the Nerd Girls stuff, we've done an opening session with a brilliant keynote speaker in Ed Brill. Closing session this afternoon is going to have a surprise guest. I tell you about it online because this won't go out until afterwards. But hang on, these guys are in the room, so we can't we can't tell them. We can't tell them. I, I know who it is. It's 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 Chris Miller. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, so we, we actually will, need the closing God, session. I hope to not because he'll be late. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> so for the people from Oslo, they're in the room. We're not taking the Mickey out of you. There is a seriously, we're very, very uh, fortunate to get hold of the speaker, and we've tried to take the inspiration from the closing session. You have to trust me on this. This is a session you want to go to if you want to try and wrap up what's happened over the past two days, and with a little bit of something to think about. I think would be the way we'll approach it. We're not putting any pressure on this speaker, by the way. <laughs> you know, she'll probably, that, oh, she, he. Oh. Kept that well under, under wrap. The speaker won't be feeling any pressure whatsoever when they uh, hit the stage. All these people staring at them going. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so we, we've, we've had a huge couple of days. We've, we've done the... As we've said, meet, share, learn. So we've done that. We've had a great conference, met lots of new people. It's been great to see people, you know, standing around lunch times and breaks and doing the social thing. Um, lots of fantastic sessions, really great feedback from everyone. Um, the sponsors are all very happy. And it's just Thank been Thank you, the great. sponsors. Yeah, and it's just been great to see a whole heap of yellow backpacks walking up and down corridors. So we pretty sure that we've bought Lotusphere to everyone. That sounds like an but. awesome event. And can I ask a quick question of Mikel, actually? As a European, he's done a lot of the, the European news groups. How's it been heading down there? Is there a different feel towards Love to the ones you've been to before? 
well, they speak weird. They speak, they speak a bit weirdly, but other than that, um, it's, 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 it's a bit weird going back to the, I think it's just quote unquote been just another luck. It's been great. It's been a real pleasure and an honor to, to actually go here and present. Um, Aussies think plugins are fun, which is always good. It's a good start. Um, be fun to see how it goes in five minutes where I'm on again. But it's been an excellent event. Um, they're talking about throwing it again in March, and I um, think um, it's um, so. I wasn't supposed to say that, um, but uh, <laughs> so no. But but it's been a real honor to to, to go here, and um, it's been great. And we've actually got Tony Holder in the room from um, Had Software Limited in the UK, famous. Hi. The, the famous Holder Brothers. Oh, I, I, never, I never knew I was so popular. That's, that's amazing. Thank you very much. You're Mate, welcome. He did um, an outstanding job at karaoke last night, laying absolutely. back on the couch with his feet on the table singing away. You know me, Stuart. I do my best. <laughs> um, I think we're probably the furthest travelled sponsor, I think. Um, and I have to say it's been great for us to be at a lug seeing new faces and new people. Obviously, Matt excluded from that because we see him in our lugs too. Uh, and sorry, and Paul and Chris, and uh, but it's been fantastic that we're actually meeting you know new customers in a new marketplace, and for us, it's it's been a really good place to come. It's been expensive, but it's been worth it. And how how about the vibe, mate? Oh, how the vibe, you... the vibe's fantastic. There's no there's no question. I love Australia. You have barbecues and free beer. What more could a man want? Stuart, I think me yeah. and you should have a guess at who the closing general session speaker is. Lead the way, Darren. <laughs> who do you think it'll be? Kylie Minogue. With everybody down there, I was thinking Paul Hogan. Yeah, Crocodile Dundee makes it to us, lug. Maybe Hulk. Maybe Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Not quite. Listen, Matt, I am I am so impressed with all that you and the organising team down there has has achieved uh, to pull this together in in what is a very yeah. Look. and once again, I, I want to do a public shout out to that mate. And just so I don't forget anyone's name this time, I'm just going to go through the list again. Um, the organising committee that we put together, you know, back in March this year, I set them a task. I told them we are going to bring Lotusphere to Australia, and I'm pretty sure that we've done it. So, um, Adrian Randall and Barry Sanders, Craig Davies, John Stockbridge, Karen Hooper. Um, Michael Little, Scott Beatty, Steve Hooper, Terry Boyd, and Tony McPhail. There's a great mix of cus- of customers in there, of partners, and the idiot in the yellow suit who's kept them all amused. So, um, what do you think, guys? They've done a great job. And at that point, we actually have to clear out of here because we've got some sessions starting very, very shortly. Thanks for having us on, guys. Enjoy the rest of all's love. It's been great to speak to you all down there. Impressive. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, I'm 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 loving this. That this is two whole twills where I've not had to find a tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, I can do a tip. Can you can you record a tip? I've got I've got a tip. Learn plugins. <laughs> That went down well. <laughs> uh, no, everyone's leaving. The, everyone's leaving the room. It's uh, what Mickle's been walking around saying for two days. <laughs>
Do we also just spoke to the guys at Ozlug, which is this week's uh, Lotus Music Group. Darren, you were at MW Lug last week. We obviously did the live show, which was great there. But I understand that quite a lot of news came out after the show was recorded. Yeah, there was there was two two big things, and and check out John Head's blog if you want the rundown on this. Uh, but the two things that kind of stuck in my mind were that Lotus Live Symphony is going to have an on-premise version, which is the document sharing idea. Um, so being able to pull that on-premises for some big customers, I think, is going to be a boon, not having to have internet accessible data just to share on it. I think that's a, a pretty good idea. And I know we asked for that back in the day when we first looked at it. Um, and then the second thing was the future of the Notes Basic client. Actually, there's three things. So the second thing is the future of a Notes Basic client. And the understanding has always been from IBM that it was going to be killed after 8, 8.x. <clears throat> well, apparently that's been reevaluated. And it's it's going to continue to to be a notes basic client. But one of the interesting things that came out of Ed's session at MWLOG was the news that there is an in, internal IBM research project to see about surfacing notes applications via a browser plugin as if they were native notes apps, not composite apps and not X pages, just native notes apps. Um, and I think that is kind of huge and if i was someone that sold a tool to migrate from notes to x pages i would be worrying right now aka group i, I would take a long hard look at that and think am i going to do this and if they are what's the time frame because we need to get our skates on and get transformer in as many places as we can that's really interesting because that kind of again fulfills the promise of, of what domino was all about originally wasn't it so Way back in the was it four or five days when when Domino was a separate plugin, it it really just made your existing notes uh, client apps available on the web, didn't it? And yeah, fair enough. In 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 terms of today's UI, they were pretty ugly or you know not necessarily easy to use when they were just taken straight to the web. But it, it sounds like they're just going to do that process again, but in a much more modern way. Well, yeah, and and I don't exactly know what this means, but the way it was kind of described was that it was going to make the notes basic client work as a browser plugin. So whether that means you've got a 200 meg plugin coming down the pipe or whether they're doing some, you know, smart IBM, smarter planet engineering on the back end to help this out, I, I think is a bit murky right now. Um, I, I think by the time Lotusphere comes around, that, that may well be a bit more obvious about is this more than a research project? Um, and if it is, what is it going to take and, and what is the ETAs on this kind of stuff? But I think that's... That's a big deal because not, not everyone wants to install a, a client that takes 45 minutes to install, even on fast computers. And, and I think this gets them around that argument. I think a lot of customers also flick back to the Notes Basic client because of some stability issues on, 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 on standard. And I think that solves that problem as well. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing actually affects you. Um, originally, we saw a slide. And I think this was public when we saw it. I'm not sure if it was NDA. If it was, tough. Um that said Chrome was coming in next. Official Chrome support was coming in next. Well, that's been changed, and now Chrome support, I believe, is coming in 8.5.3, maybe? Wow, that, that that's quite big news, and it is really, really important because, you know, we're seeing a massive uptake in Chrome, both, you know, amongst consumers in terms of, you know, folks using it from home, but also in businesses as well. So it's about time, but it's, it's a really good move for them to be making. So that will be for, for support of, of Domino apps via the web, X pages, 
I-notes I, I, as well. I, th- I think it was I-notes. I'm not sure about anything else. I, the, the question was specifically around I-notes. And I think it was 853. It might have been 854, but I think I, I remember thinking, wow, I didn't realize it was they were changing it that much. And so my, my memory says 853, but don't quote me on that. And then the next thing was basically uh, they called out Firefox and said, Firefox, if you keep releasing this insane release schedule, we have to seriously look at not supporting all of your releases. Ooh, okay. And again, I, I can imagine a lot of ISVs and vendors being in that position, um, you know, g- given the massive change in the way that Firefox are releasing uh, code these days. And and the fact that they're going up in major, major releases, you know, every, every, what seems like two minutes. I mean, Chrome is, is continuously updating and evolving, but there's sort of minor changes that I, I guess vendors can stay with support for, whereas Firefox is just a real struggle. And I'm, I'm going to pull you back to the Legislative Symphony as well, Darren. So so this is basically collaborative editing um, on, on, you know, on the web. And we're now talking about possibly a, a, an on-premise release of that. Did they give any suggestions as to what the infrastructure and architecture would be for that? Um, I, I didn't hear anything about that other than it was going to be... Lotus Live Symphony is going to be, start, be released 2012 as part of Lotus Live, which my, my thought there was the first half of 2012 because then they immediately came back and said and later on in 2012 you'll be able to do the on-premises version as well but there was nothing um it, it was it was there was no mention to what what the platform was or at least i don't have any knowledge i wasn't paying attention right at that time okay and and then yeah, kind kind of looking ahead to Loadsphere, really. You know, we're in August, you know, end of August, beginning of September. Um, still four months or so to go until Loadsphere, and yet it seems like we're getting an awful lot of hints in terms of some of the big news items from Loadsphere. You know, um, details of the of the next Notes name, details of of this overlay for eight five four that's going to form the next version of the Notes client. You know, Loadsphere Symphony. It's it's kind of almost like the. the because of this slight uncertainty about the name and about the branding, it sounds almost as if they're making particular effort to really ramp up to Loadsphere even a few months beforehand. Yeah, and I don't recall them ever doing it this early. Um, you know, this is even pre-Lola, pre-whatever it's called now. Um, <clears throat> so it's kind of interesting to see that. So obviously it's not going to be called Nine, and I think we've known that for quite a while. What, uh, what I hope, though, is it doesn't have the word exceptional or experience in it, because that'll just... Smarter. <laughs> smarter male experience, exceptional. No, exceptional, smarter male experience. There you go. Oh, that's all of those words. Hey, register the domain now. <laughs> that's right. Just send me a check now, IBM. <laughs> um, and, and, and so I don't necessarily disagree. I also heard someone say that it's not going to be called Notes 2012, but I'm not sure if that was a rumor or whether that was true at MW Look. Um, I, I wish they would because that instantly tells you in 2017, if you're still running Notes 2012, then you are probably behind times. <laughs> and of course, that's where you, you know most major vendors are going. Um, it's, but it also shows when when they haven't released a version for a while. You know, if 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 Notes and Domino 85 was called, um, you know notes 2010 was it was released you know it, it it makes it very clear that um you know it's a while since we've had a, a new major release so uh yeah that, that's a double-edged sword i guess well that is a valid point especially if we're going to this this plugin architecture where everything you that's come out new is a plugin your major version may may never change and that's that is that is a valid point but you know you could always get around that by doing the r2 and the r3 like uh, microsoft and semantic do yeah 
Yeah, very true. And and you know, going back to what we discussed with Matt, I, I think the provisioning of the notes client is going to be a very big deal, depending on obviously you know, the, the details of how that happens. This, this overlay and being able to provision new uh, you know, point releases, you know, directly from the server, if you like, versus having to go around and touch desktops. Um, yeah, that's going to take away one of the major issues that people have had with the notes client for many, many years, isn't it? It is, and I'm still struggling with why does it take so long. To, to install and, and the theory is it's because it's Java so there's a lot of jar files and then these jar files are tiny tiny files uh, can a company like IBM create some type of process where instead of having all these thousands of thousands of tiny you know files inside of a jar they just mush them all together kind of like what the Domino server is doing in 853 um, with the JavaScript and the CSS files where it builds it on the fly for you and sends down only what you need uh, you know it just seems a bit overkill for, for what we have, the time it takes to, to install. And that's the one thing we hear constantly now is, you know, okay, you got to schedule an hour if you want to upgrade notes or if you want to install notes on a new computer. And, you know, a smart upgrade doesn't yet work with, with Windows 7. That comes in 853, I think, is when it's coming in. Um, so we still got a, a bit of a disconnect. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, 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 hoping that the plugin architecture is going to address this. But we've got to be careful that we don't just create another one gig plugin. Because then, Absolutely. what have we got? We've we've got the same thing again. And and you know, most people know I'm a Mac user. I, I think you know the whole way that the the Mac um, is going in terms of the you know the App Store and just being able to click to get an update uh, directly down from the server and so on. I, I think the model of delivering software in in the broadest sense is is changing all the time. You know, it's evolving, and and people have got diff- different expectations of of how software is going to be delivered. And I think. The model that we have with notes is feeling awfully outdated these days. So I think any improvement in that is, is going to help a lot in terms of, you know, if, if you go into a customer that's looking for, you know, a new mail platform, a new application delivery platform, I think talking to them about, a, you know, a one gig um, you know, file that has to be copied to the you know, machine and installed in the traditional way just isn't going to cut it in, in maybe a year's time. So I, I think IBM has to do something. It's good that they're already thinking ahead to, to what that might be. And I would still like to see even fix IMAP and put CalDAV in there, which makes that argument completely relevant at that point. Yeah. And and and, and actually, something we haven't really mentioned is that is that um, post that Ed put up about maybe three or four weeks ago now about um, you know, the need for dolls and whether that was still used by many customers and whether it was a key thing to be added into Lotus Live notes in the future and and many people myself included you know jumped back on and and i think you posted as well on that in, in terms of you know caldab being important um you know and, and and imap being the really big deal to have imap idle and, and some of the modern imap standards uh, in the domino servers it's a, it's a big deal because pe- you know people want client choice you know it's not a one-size-fits-all environment anymore people are used to having their own smartphones being able to choose the clients they use on their android device why shouldn't they be able to use choose the uh, mail client they use on the desktop to connect to a domino mail server and, and i think traveler has opened up the clients to be able the customers to be able to say look you, don't, you, you give me this nice shiny calendar and mail client on the iphone that you didn't create why can't i have on my desktop as well and i think that's a fair question to ask of ibm Absolutely right. Especially, well, for no, ever, especially for another reason, then it is a standard. And IBM, you know, come hello high water, you know, would adhere to the standards, but it just seems to be the ones that don't want to adhere to all of them. 
Yeah, particularly when standards are developed by competitors. I think that that's always going to be a challenge. You know, if there's, um, you know, I, I, IMAP, not so, yeah, but but many of the, the best clients, almost the best way of connecting that is, is not IMAP, but actually um, Microsoft's own standards connect to the Exchange server. And so it's kind of, you know, if, if they want to adhere to the standard that most people are developing for these days, it's almost Exchange, you know, which they had a go at doing years ago with, um, you know, with Outlook, comic, what that product was called, yeah, where they made Domino made access for Microsoft Outlook demo. That's the one, yeah, demo. Um, uh, yeah, but at least if they brought IMAP up to date, I think that would make an awful lot of people, um, yeah, very, very happy. Particularly universities, I think we mentioned that at the time. So, wow, there's there's a lot going on, isn't there? It sounds exciting, and uh, it feels almost like, um, you know, like we've had a little bit of a lull in the storm, haven't we? You know. Lotusphere 2011 was was all about social. We had lots of news about connections. It sounds almost as if we've had the lull in the notes and domino roadmap, and now we're beginning to ramp up again with, with some you know really important news beginning to filter through and, and being made available to people. It, it does, and again, it does seem a bit early in the cycle, and and I think that's to IBM's advantage to start getting the, the fever going. And and I think there has been maybe a prevalence of lugs. You know, this year, there seems to be one every week or two weeks. And some, there's twice, there's two in a week. So I think that's helped IBM maybe get the fervor out there that might have been said at one lug, but not really caught up. But now it's said four or five times in the space of five or six weeks. And I think that helps drive the message. But it, it's, it shocks me when I look up and I, I, I look at the calendar and it's only two days till September. Where the hell did all the J months go? I know what you mean. The year is racing past. It's uh, it's pretty astonishing. You know, we you mentioned it on the call with with Matt um, in in Oslo. You know, we've got the Leadership Alliance coming up very soon. Um, you know, that that's again tends to be a place where a lot of news is made. Some of it under NDA, but but some you know all of it under NDA. <laughs> okay, all of it under NDA. And, and you know, and then we're into the ramp up for for Lotusphere with the session abstracts being invited and and all those kind of things that go with it. So. The news just keeps on rolling, but it's it's a good place to be right now. It certainly sounds pretty alive in terms of uh, some of the stuff that's going on. And, and so I, Darren, I went back and was looking at John Head's posting about the Lotus Life Symphony. And he, in, on his blog, he says, quote, Lotus Connections will most likely be the back-end server required to run this. Ah, okay. I do remember reading that now. So that's on johndavidhead.com. Um, and, and that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's obviously going to be worth the base. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, and, and many of the customers that have Domino also now have connection. And I think that's only going to get more widespread in the future. So it makes sense that if they're going to put it anywhere, it's going to be on the connection server. Yes. So, so that's good news. And, and actually, yeah, let, let's we'll link in the show notes to John's post. Um, there's a lot of updates there in terms of um, some of uh, Ed's announcements at MW Luck. So, um, so that's good news. Wow, lots going on. Um, Darren, as ever, it's great to speak to you. Thank you very, very much for hosting and delivering MW Luck uh, to us in terms of last week, this week in Lotus. How, how did you find the whole recording process? Sounds as if there was some sound quality issues, but uh, as you know. We, I'm not immune to those by any means. We had a couple of mics, specifically mine and, and Lisa's, especially mine, that, that I, I must have just been getting too close to. I, I usually made a, a concerted effort not to get too close, or, or maybe the recording level was just too high on that one individual mic. Um, but it is a bit noisy in places. Uh, you know, but the guests did a phenomenal job. Lisa did a phenomenal job. Um, the, the outtakes, there's, there's a couple of classic outtakes at the end. If, 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 if you haven't listened to it, go listen to them, because one of them, a couple of them made me laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Excellent. We'll go back and listen to that show. Right, thank you, Darren. Uh, it's great to speak to you as ever. Uh, and so ne- we'll be back for a normal episode, if there is a, ever is a normal episode of This Week in Lotus next week. Uh, until then, this was This Week in Lotus. Bye. All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer. This Week in Lotus is proud to be sponsored by Sonos. Sonos allows you to stream all the music on Earth wirelessly in any room. With a big sound from the latest Play 3 player in a compact size and at a price you've never seen before, just $299 per unit. Control it wirelessly with your Android or iOS device. Get free two-day shipping with a special promo code available only from This Week in Lotus. Go to thisweekinlotus.com slash Sonos for more information.